When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A to Z Sports. I am Zach Bingham alongside our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, for A to Z Sports in the morning. We are powered by BetMGM, our title sponsor. We love BetMGM. Sam, I don't know if you saw the Knicks beat the Celtics after uh, minus eight and a half. I did not hit my parlay. We'll talk yeah. about that. I did hit a couple other bets. So thank you for BetMGM for paying out those. But it could have been even more money on BetMGM. We love BetMGM. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Also, I have to thank our presenting sponsors, which include Wilson County Hyundai, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All of your inventory right there, whether it's the Palisade, the Elantra, the Sonata, your perfect make and model is at Wilson County Hyundai. Farm Bureau Health Plains of Tennessee. That's FBHP.com slash A to Z. We love Farm Bureau Health Plans. So visit for your new health plan today. Bone and Joint Institute, state-of-the-art facility down there in Franklin, Tennessee. Satellite locations all across Middle Tennessee. Don't fumble on your recovery. That's the Bone and Joint Institute. And the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans are the official injury lawyers of A to Z Sports Mornings, which is Hughes and Coleman. If you get hurt in a car accident, call or visit Hughes and Coleman. They will take care of you. All right, Sam, it's Magic Bucket Day. I, I've seen in the comments, I look like Wyatt Earp. And it's kind of unique because it this is, you know, it, it this mustache, it sticks on to my actual mustache. So it works. I, I saw look Andy, weird though. I saw Andy Reid in the comments. I don't hate that one either. You're looking like you need uh, to eat a couple more cheeseburgers, though. Either way, it's a little bit better uh to have the Andy Reid comparisons. I saw that I was getting compared to a 13-year-old, which was the fear in the spike tear. I mean, this has not A 13-year-old from New Jersey that goes it's weekly a, to Jersey Shore to pick up chicks on the on the boardwalk. Yeah, it's, it's a mix of, you know, fifth grade, sixth grade, and Pauly D. So it's, you know, here we are, though. We, and we're going to tough it out. Yeah, so yesterday, kind of take you a little background story. Yesterday, I, I saw on Twitter that that Chris Long had had Rand Carthon on his podcast, Greenlight. And so I texted, you know, we we got topic docs, we got text chains. I texted Sam, I was like, look, go take, take a listen to this and see if we can't get any content out of this for Friday morning. You were on it and you, you took a deep dive into that podcast. First, how was the podcast? Was it enjoyable? Did you learn a little bit more about Rand Carthon? And then we've got a, a pretty telling clip i think and i have not seen this yet i'm gonna kind of react just like the chat will about Rand carton talking about what he looks for in a quarterback yeah i mean first of all it was very enjoyable chris long does a an excellent job with his podcast a very good interviewer you can tell the comfort and familiarity he has with a lot of his guests which goes a very long way so Shout out to him for producing such a good piece of content. But at first, Zach, I was worried it was going to be more of the GM speak that you get with a lot of these new hires where 
they answer questions without really answering questions, without really telling you anything. And I was like, okay, how much value are we really going to get out of this? But as you mentioned, to my surprise, Chris Long and Rand Carthon start discussing Brock Purdy. Now, this, this isn't shown in the video that we have for you today, but just before this, they had mentioned Brock Purdy, Rand's evaluation of Brock Purdy at Iowa State, what made him feel like he'd be a good fit. And Rand said, I'm not surprised with what he's doing because we saw him in college running a lot of the same pro style concepts that we used in our offense. And when you see a guy that can lead and can do those things, that is, you know, qualities that we look for. And Chris follows it up by saying, Ran, but what are the main qualities when you are assessing a quarterback that you want to see? So with questions about Ryan Tannehill's future, with questions about what the Titans may do in free agency or the draft and where the future of the QB position lies for this franchise, Rand Carthon gives us a little bit of insight as to what he looks for in the position. Check out this video from the Greenlight Podcast. Is there a physical attribute in a quarterback that you're like, I got to have that that skill set? I know that it's a lot more than just the physical, but do you look at, hey, you know, this is my favorite type of, of skill set to project? Yeah, I mean, I like anticipatory passers. Um, you know, you, you got some guys that can, you know, you get the ball out quick. They know where the spot is. They can get it there accurately. Anticipation, accuracy. Um, I think those two attributes for a quarterback – you know, may help them overcome a couple physical limitations that they may have. You don't have to have the strongest arm if you can get it out early and get it there accurately. And then just overall toughness. I mean, there's both mental and physical. Uh, playing that position, take it, it requires a lot and it takes a, a toll on you, you know, over the course of a, you know, 18-week regular season and not even, you know, even talking about making it into the playoffs and how that goes up. And, you you know, you've experienced that a ton. Yeah know how the game changes but again you know just uh guys that are able to deliver the ball accurately on time and where it's supposed to be yeah um, and then just have some toughness and some grit to them i mean you think about the guys you've played with throughout the years man yeah. what it does for you on the on the defensive side you know when your quarterback's out there dealing and you know they're standing in the pocket strong and taking shots to get the ball there yeah. like that fires you guys up you know, and so I think it's, you know, all those things kind of help, especially at that position. There it is. Three things. It's accuracy, anticipation, and toughness. Zach, your initial reaction to the Titans' new general manager, Rand Carthon's list of preferred QB attributes. Well, I think the first thing that I noticed is what he talked about there at the end, which was, it fires your defense up when your offense is performing. And that's something that the Titans did not have. They only averaged 17.5 points per game. They weren't dealing. They only, well, they never, not only, they never scored 30 points all year. We talked about this yesterday. They didn't beat a, a playoff team or a team with a winning record. And so they didn't have any of that of what they're talking about. But that's the reason why Rand Carthon is hired, right? So you can look at what happened last season. Eventually, we'll move off of that and look towards the future. But that's what Rand has to do. And, and honestly, Sam, you said this before the clip, is that it Brock Purdy fit a lot of the styles that the 49ers run. The 49ers knew with Kyle Shanahan what they like to do. Sam, 
I don't yeah. think that the Titans know what they like to do. They don't have an offensive coordinator currently. And the offensive coordinator that they've had over the last two, two years was trash. He was no good. He wasn't very good. That's why he got fired. So how what Rand's going to have to do is figure out what they want to do before they draft or go get guys, right, that fit what they want to do. And it's tough because who's going to be a part of what they want to do? There's so many dominoes that have to fall over the next several weeks. And then the quarterback is the most important part of, of what you know football represents because he touches the ball every single solitary play and he affects the, the, the game so much. They're going to have to find a guy that does all three of those things at an extremely high clip. If that's what Rand is trying to do, sign me up because I do like those qualities. The qualities fit. Uh, you know, anticipatory throws, welcome to the NFL. Accuracy, welcome to the NFL. Cornerbacks are faster than the guys you saw in college. And toughness, you're going to have to be able to take a hit because. The best ability is availability. Look at Lamar Jackson and what he's been going through over the last two seasons. No dice. He hasn't been able to perform. And because of that, the Ravens have fallen short. This year, injuries have killed the Titans. And this was the first year that the quarterback really affected it. But without Ryan Tannehill playing with Josh Dobbs and Malik Willis, that's one of the main reasons why the Titans lost seven straight games to conclude the season. Yeah, I mean, I think you make up some good, bring up some very good points right there, right? I mean, as far as diagnosing your identity is key before you can diagnose what your offense needs. Like, you have to know your scheme, know your plan, know what you're trying to do before you know who can do it. So, yeah, that's the importance of offensive coordinator. You can't make a decision on that type of stuff uh, until that's taken care of. A couple things that stood out to me, Zach, just from watching that. When you mention anticipatory passing, accuracy, toughness, are those not like the three qualities that Ryan Tannehill does best, right? I mean, he doesn't have the strongest arm. He's not the most athletic. He, you know, but for the most part, he gets the ball where it is supposed to go. It's pretty accurate. And we always talk about his toughness. So that sticks out as, maybe Rand does value some of the things Ryan does well. And does that mean that he's more willing or committed to surrounding him with weapons and keeping him around here? And on the flip side of that, I think it's about the polar exact opposite of what Malik Willis is at this moment in time. We talk about Malik's big playability, his athleticism, that skill set. But in terms of those simple, you know, anticipating accuracy. I, I'm not going to question Malik's toughness. We, I, I have no doubts about that at this point in time, no reason to doubt that, but those are things that Mike Vrabel seemingly grew frustrated with, with Malik over the course of the season, over the course of the preseason. And now hearing what the new general manager likes, what does that do for Malik's future? I like, that's how my brain works when I hear your new general manager speaking like that is thinking, how does this apply to the current roster and how does this apply to a draft class or a free agent class? What guys fit that mold? I know the chat has been saying, Oh, he's describing Joe Burrow. 
Yeah, he is. But Joe Burrow's not available, and he's not going to be. So well, I, you bring up that's the difference, right? And Juan says, you know, Tannehill ain't as bad as y'all claim. I don't think that anybody claims that Ryan Tannehill is bad. I just think that we, at least I, Ryan Tannehill doesn't have enough. It, it, that's what the conversation is, is if Rand Carthon's trying to be great, we've seen Ryan Tannehill's ceiling, and his ceiling is not high enough for a Super Bowl championship, in my opinion. And history shows that a, that has been the case. Sam, I do think that you are correct. I mean, he is describing a lot of Ryan Tannehill's qualities, but to what degree? That, I think, is the issue. Is right. Ryan, nobody has ever questioned Ryan Tannehill's toughness. toughness. That guy t- gets a hit in the face and comes right back. He has thrown some dimes before, right? I mean, he's had that accuracy. The anticipatory throws that he used to throw to A.J. Brown were the reason why A.J. Brown got a full head of steam to blow past linebackers and safeties and take it 60 to 70 yards, right? We saw that. But A.J. Brown is no longer with the Titans, right? And so now you got a whole new set of wide receivers and skill players, and Ryan Tannehill that we found out has a ceiling. Joe Burrow is ceiling is Super Bowl caliber. We've seen that now in back-to-back years. He's made it to the AFC Championship game in back-to-back years. That tells us what his ceiling is. Josh Allen, I think he has a higher ceiling than what it ended with this year, but he's been doing it on a consistent basis. We know what Patrick Mahomes' ceiling is. It's a Super Bowl championship. All of these things, I think, come to mind when you hear what Rand Carthon is is talking about. How do you get a guy with that type of ceiling? You can check the boxes, but what test are you taking? Yeah. Are you taking a pop quiz? Are you taking the final exam? There's a huge difference. And that's my point, I think. No, I think, yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. And that is the question that Rand has to answer this offseason like ultimately that's the question is seeing what ryan Tannehill is seeing what he does at, at this level and what his ceiling is like what is his ceiling you have your opinion i have my opinion i'm not as bought into the uh need an elite quarterback to win a super bowl narrative i think like oh a lot of other well you you better start buying get go to the bank well, my future, buy my uh, my future bet. Uh, we'll get into that, but uh, I I like Mister Irrelevant this year quite a bit. Uh, I, I don't go know, or win. Regardless, Rand Carthon is going to have to answer where he thinks Ryan Tannehill's ceiling is here. And while he has those qualities, are those qualities good enough to lead the Titans to a win? With Joe Burrow, they are. With Joe Burrow, doesn't need an offensive line. Yeah, Joe Burrow has weapons. He has T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and you know, Joe Mixon out of the backfield and Hayden Hurst and Tyler Boyd and everybody else that you can name. But Joe Burrow also had one of the worst offensive lines in the in football last season and still took them to the Super Bowl because he could hang in the pocket, deliver an accurate football, stay tough, stay healthy, and lead. And and Ryan Tannehill couldn't do that this year. Right. He had so, one of the worst. So I'm glad you brought that up, Sam. He had one of the worst offensive lines in football, and he, he got hurt. He did. Have he was unable to different. do what Joe Burrow did last year. 
True. I guess from a health perspective, you're right. I, I guess Joe Burrow has substantially different weapons, though, right? I mean, Ryan Tannehill's throwing to Nick Westbrook. Aquina is his wide receiver, too. And that's Joe why Burrow's John Robinson's no longer the general manager, right? Yeah. So, I mean, but like, so that's what Rand has to answer is my point is if you add a wide receiving core around Ryan Tannehill and you have Derrick Henry in the backfield, can an offensive line that is patchwork support Ryan long enough to throw those anticipatory balls to have your offense be competent? Like, I don't know if I have the answer to that. I don't know if you have the answer to that. We have opinions, certainly, but, uh, yeah, it's what to what level can Ryan execute those concepts? And is there anybody else available in the draft in free agency? We just talked Aaron Rodgers yesterday on the show. So go check uh, check out our Aaron Rodgers opinions. And I think that was yesterday. Days blend yeah, together. Day before. Yeah, it's been a long week there, Sam. Uh, yeah, it has. Wednesday then. Go watch our Wednesday where we uh, show where we discuss the possibility of Aaron Rodgers in Nashville. Uh are those guys attainable and can they do it better? Those are the questions. But now we at least know what kind of thing he's looking for. Yeah. All right. We're going to hear from Moran one more time from Chris Long's green light. Talks about what he looks for in a quarterback. Talks, I mean, and I, I look, I would, it, you know, and, and I have not listened to the podcast yet, but Sam, you have. I would encourage people to go listen to it to learn as much about Rand. I'm, I'm planning on doing that at some point over the weekend before the games. Uh, we'll hear Rand one more time, but first do want to tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. The full-size SUV of the Palisade can hook you up. Fuel efficiency, that's what Hyundai brings you. Or it's the Sonata or the Elantra. They have got you covered. Your perfect make and model is right around the corner at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. And today, BetMGM wants to let you know about their Refer a Friend invitation. You can get $50 bonus cash for every friend who signs up with BetMGM with your invite. They get $50 too. You get $50. It's a win-win. You can win up to $1,000 in bonuses just from referring friends. So if you know people looking for a sportsbook, get them on BetMGM and the BetMGM app. A to Z sports. Uh, we had somebody comment saying, Hey, uh, Caleb says, uh, what was the podcast? I joined late. Well, Caleb, you joined, joined right just in time because Sam went through yesterday and listened to green light. Chris Long's podcast who had Titans, new general manager, Rand Carthon on. And they start talking about qualities that Rand looks for in a quarterback. And this is what was said. Is there a physical attribute in a quarterback that you're like, I got to have that that skill set i know that it's a lot more than just the physical but do you look at hey you know this is my favorite type of of skill set to project yeah i mean i like anticipatory passers um you know you you got some guys that can you know you get the ball out quick they know where the spot is they can get it there accurately anticipation accuracy um i think those two attributes for a quarterback you know, may help them overcome a couple of physical limitations that they may have. You don't have to have the strongest arm if you can get it out early and get it there accurately. And then just overall toughness. I mean, there's both mental and physical. Uh, playing that position, take it, it requires a lot and it takes a, a toll on you. 
you know, over the course of a, you know, 18 week regular season and not even, you know, even talking about making it into the playoffs and how that goes up. And you, you know, you've experienced that a ton, yeah. you know, how the game changes. But again, you know, just uh, guys that are able to deliver the ball accurately on time and where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and then just have some toughness and some grit to them. I mean, you think about the guys you've played with throughout the years, man. Yeah. What it does for you on the on the defensive side, you know, when your quarterback's out there dealing and you know they're standing in the pocket strong and taking shots to get the ball there, yeah. like that fires you guys up, you know. And so I think it's you know all those things kind of help, especially at that position. Yeah, there it thing, is. Well, well, one thing that I know, Rand's got some swag. You know, you see those glasses, you see the 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 Jays that he wore in the introductory press conference. He's just got. Oh, yeah. He's got that swagger a little bit. That's what you kind of want from your leader. I like the video. We t- I think we talked about it on the show. There was a video of Ran. Uh, that he was rating Derrick Henry's game day outfits uh, on the Titans TikTok account. And that was uh, he was a sharp-dressed man grading another sharp-dressed man's outfits. I liked that. Uh, I liked that content. So, All right. So there's three quarterback qualities that he said, right? Anticipatory throws accuracy and toughness a question to get the chat involved what's the most important out of Rand Carthon's three favorite quarterback qualities accuracy anticipatory throws or toughness I think all three are good qualities right I mean that's why he said them but what's the most important moving forward and I think you can make an argument for all three that's why I think it's a good question so in the comments accuracy anticipatory throws or toughness out of those three, and look, I'm 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 fighting through with this mustache. I'll tell you, there, there's a reason why I trim my mustache above my lip. This would drive me crazy. I took a sip of water. I felt like one of those. You know, I felt like a dog slurping up water. You know, and they turn around, they just like spray water everywhere. So uh, I'm fighting through. I, I'm I'm trying to get some accuracy on. Uh, on this mustache, accuracy, anticipatory throws, or toughness. Sam, I'm going to send you to the comment section. Uh, we got Darren coming in with accuracy. Tighten up says accuracy. Mark says accuracy. Scott is anticipation throws. Caleb's accuracy. Steven accuracy. Lane accuracy. Darren accuracy. Brent accuracy. Billy accuracy. Mark accuracy. My word. Karen's accuracy. We got uh, anticipatory throws, which Tannehill doesn't show us from Ronnie Sneed. Titans Kyle and David saying accuracy. Chad puts accuracy and anticipatory throws one and two, but it feels like the chat as I continue to scroll through here is really feeling accuracy. Here we go. We got Jacoby, Xavier, and Jarvis all with anticipation being their most important top tiers accuracy. I have yet to see a toughness, Zach, yet to see somebody saying toughness as the most important. Which is surprising because Ryan Tannehill, I think, is regarded, for those that know, one of the toughest quarterbacks in the league. Well, I think it's, I think it's an, yeah, for sure. And I also think it is an underrated quality. And I, it's one of those qualities, though, which I'm not necessarily surprised that uh, the chat might not recognize it as being super important because most of our chat here is our, our Titans fans. These are people that, you know, root for the Titans and Ryan Tannehill's their quarterback. And toughness is a thing to me that like, you don't understand how much you need it until you don't have it. And until you have that guy, that's Lamar Jackson, who you're like, 
uh, his toughness, toughness is kind of will cost you seasons. Right. Lack of toughness. You're you talk about not even competing, not even like, yeah. That so that I think you have to look at anticipatory throws. I also think has value. Accuracy, I do think, is just the common man's theme of hey, you got to be accurate. If you're not accurate, you're throwing the football away, right? Well, it's that video. I don't know if you watched this video. I, I had the pleasure of seeing it last night. It was the NFL mic'd up from divisional weekend, and it was uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid on the sideline. Mahomes goes down with the ankle. He walks to the sideline, and Reid, you can't hear Andy Reid. Mahomes is the one mic'd up. You get the sense that he's, yeah, right? You can't read, you can't read lips. I mean, I'm sitting here talking. You can't read a single. No, you can't. You can't see anything. But he tells him something about, uh, like, go sit down, go to lock, whatever it is. Go get your, your x-rays. And Mahomes starts screaming. He's like, no, no, I'm fine. No way. No way. And he wants to go back in. And so you see that level of mindset and that toughness to come back into that game to play this weekend. He's playing this weekend, healthy or not healthy. Patrick Mahomes will be out there this weekend. And then you hear the rumors coming out of Baltimore that, Lamar Jackson is good to go, but not practicing. And and why isn't he out there? And Harbaugh's growing frustrated because he thinks he can be out there. And you know, that's these a are big great deal. examples. These you've just put some great examples in front. Like that's why toughness should be valued. I mean, we didn't get a single toughness. Yeah, I, right. So I mean, it's not my answer. I will say that it's not my answer, but I don't think it can be overlooked at how valuable it is. Like I said. It, don't take Ryan Tannehill's toughness for granted. Not everybody has that motor and that level. So here's my answer. I will go against the chat. I will say anticipatory passing for me. Be, being able to anticipate where the ball needs to go and get the ball there is what I view to be most essential in a quarterback because I do think you can live without some of the other things, including accuracy. I watch Brock Purdy play for the 49ers right now. I don't see an incredibly accurate passer. I see some balls that the ball placement isn't great, but the timing is good. The read is good. The ball goes where it's supposed to go. The receivers are good. <laughs> yeah, right? The receivers George the Kittle are is good. good. <laughs> you get a guy that has a surrounding cast that is talented and able to create separation and just knowing where to put the football and leading receivers and putting it into windows. That's what I need. I don't need the perfect ball placement. And I think you can watch a lot of examples in Brock Purdy of how that, uh, how that plays out. And you see some other examples uh, of guys who I think are, are very, very accurate can pinpoint a throw. I, I would say this is an example and maybe a hot take. Let me finish. I think Zach Wilson is a very accurate quarterback. I don't think he can anticipate what, anything. What? I don't think he can anticipate, but he can make the throws and put things into windows, but he can't anticipate. And Sam, he you're not do- watching Jets games, brother. I'm not watching a lot of Jets games, but I, I am watching some Jets games. I, I told you, stick with me. It's a hot take. I think he has some physical accuracy. I think if you put targets in front of him, he can hit targets. I think he's very, very accurate, but I don't think he has any anticipation or reading of the field that's why he turns. Yeah, the ball in the carpool line, but not on the field. I mean, come on. Well, right, but that—that's anticipation. Then, it, it, like, what you do on the field, reacting to a defense, is anticipation. Accuracy is ball placement. Yeah, and Zach Wilson doesn't have either. Uh, 
That was a tough one, Sam. I cannot get on board or endorse anything that has to do with that. I, I you know, didn't I watch him tried. play. Did you watch I the Jags I mean, Thursday well, night game against good. the Jets? He, he is, no, I'm just I'm asking some questions, Sam, because right. I don't think you did. I I watched every Jets primetime game. Well, he played more than primetime games. So uh, go back and I don't think yeah, I don't think how, he's good. I just think he had like. I think you watch some of his physical tools and say, oh, he's pretty accurate. He has a big arm, but he doesn't have the, the, he doesn't have it up here. He can't read the field. He can't stay in timing. He can't get the ball where it's supposed to be. And that's why his stuff is intercepted. Well, I think Malik Willis has some of those same problems is that his, the reason why Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and all the great quarterbacks, they have a mental time clock that says, Read, 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 throw away, run away, all of those type of things. And their brain just works quicker. Yeah. They material and Aaron Rodgers has gone on different podcasts and said that. And look, that's him being honest. I don't think that that's him being egotistical, which, you know, that A Rod can be some sometimes. I think Aaron Rodgers is very self aware and he's gone on podcasts and said, look, I just, I diagnose things a lot quicker. And that's, that is a huge quality. And that goes to the anticipatory throws. Roy says, for accuracy and t- anticipatory throws, you have to have receivers to rely on, and the Titans just don't have that. And then Ryan, and that's, that's true. It's true. Uh, Ryan says, toughness. Ryan Tannehill missed the rest of the year with a high ankle sprain. Mahomes is playing on a high ankle. Get out of here. It's in the AFC Championship game. And there are two different ankles, right? So, like, you, I don't think that you can just... Ryan Tannehill also had ankle surgery. Like, he needed surgery on his ankle. Like, that's... And that was the second time that that had happened. So, Ryan, I, I you know, he had, he had literally had an ankle injury early on in the season and then re-injured it. And if you saw, you know, when Khalil Mack puts his body weight, which I don't even think that we know truly Khalil weight, Mack's body weight against your ankle that's usually what happens so here here's where i'm at i i do think that the chat is correct the it's accuracy if you are accurate as a quarterback Rand carthon can get you players to catch the football and that i think ultimately is the solution to this offense and what it is lacking they need better wide receivers, but you need a quarterback that can put the ball anywhere. That's what makes Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Tom Brady this year was not accurate. They were not very good. But they those quarterbacks at their peak, at their ceiling, and that's what we're talking about. Ryan Tannehill's ceiling is low. It's not high like those others. Accuracy will lead you to the promised land in this game. Joe Burrow's ceiling is so much higher than Ryan Tannehill's because of how dead on accurate Joe Burrow is. Joe Burrow is one of the most accurate quarterbacks yeah, in the league. I don't think Ryan Tannehill lacks accuracy, though. Like, but it, Joe Burrow is more accurate than Ryan Tannehill. That's true. So that's the point, and that's the differential in the well, ceiling. But I think. I think you when you say things like Aaron, what makes Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brown, what makes those guys them is not the accuracy. It's what you said. 
they have a different processor up top. Like they can get to the line, run a check and say, I, and this is to your point, what Aaron Rodgers will say on a podcast, I know exactly who's going to be open as soon as I get to the line of scrimmage because I look at the defense, I see their body language, I see what they're doing, and he just knows where to go with the football. And if you got, like, I don't necessarily think you always need guys with separation. I, I think it helps when you have an inexperienced quarterback like Brock Purdy in there to have the type of weapons that he has. But what sets those guys apart is the processor they have in their brain to understand what's going to be open immediately and then to anticipate. Well, but then you're only as good as if you can anticipate, but actually connect right now, all all, both, they need each other. Right. But if you're accurate, if you're accurate, you don't necessarily need anticipatory throws because you can throw, you know, dimes. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think accuracy is greater than all. Toughness is a different uh, subject, which we talked about because availability. But between the two, to be successful, if you're accurate, you can kind of do whatever the hell you want. I think it's a hard, I I do think it is a hard question because like, I guess I view it the opposite way of you, but to your point, Zach, these are two things that both mask each other, right? I mean, like, like anticipation can mask a lack of accuracy. If you know where to go with the ball and find open windows, you don't have to be as pinpoint. And if you have pinpoint accuracy, you don't always have to find the guy that's the most open or anticipate things. If you can put it into a tight window and you have a guy that can make a catch, like that is that trumps the the anticipation but i do think they cancel each other out i gotta get to a comment up here though let's see if i can steven says sam brock purdy is not anticipatory yes he is and if you need any further proof go listen to Greenlight because that's exactly what Rand carthon the guy that drafted brock purdy diagnosed as one of the things he saw him do at iowa state that let him know he would have success in the 49ers offense when you watch those games Brock Purdy is not throwing the prettiest football. He doesn't have the strongest arm. He's not the most elusive, but he throws the ball where it's supposed to go. And that is something that seems so simple, but can be a rarity with young quarterbacks. Where's the ball supposed to go? Can you get it there in time? He can. That's anticipation. That's what you look for. And that's why. You see the, I, I just remember the throw that sticks out in my mind is the deep one down the left sideline to Jawan Jennings in that, in one of those games. I don't know if you know the one I'm referring to, Zach. He had to like lay out for the ball and come back towards the defender, almost got laid out because of it, but he caught the ball deep down the field because there was space there and Purdy timed it up so that he threw it into the open space. So that is the quality Brock Purdy has right now. I'm not sure how that would be an argument anticipatory throws are valuable when you have good quality wide receivers when you don't there it 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 means less it's less of a value you need accuracy you need to help Traylon Burks and Chig and Robert Woods even more with your accuracy because you don't have the luxury of guys like George Kittle making those unbelievable plays that changed the course of the game on that seam route you don't have Debo Samuel and, and his his hands or Jawan Jennings laying out. So you don't have the luxury 
So it really depends on the state of where you are. That's why I value accuracy, current state of the Titans. But I think wide receiver, like, because you bring up weapons, I think accuracy matters for weapons, too. It like, matters less, though. That's the point. Does it? Jamar I mean, Chase, you can throw a good place ball. The well, next that's why the Bengals are that's so good, ball. though. He's not coming down with it the same way Jamar Chase is. But so, that's, like, that's the difference in the Tannehill, the, like, Burrow accuracy thing. I'm not, I'm not going to say Tannehill's more accurate, but I think it's hard to gauge where Tannehill is compared to a Joe Burrow because when he had A.J. Brown downfield and he could throw those well-placed ball, deep balls and have a guy to go make a play – it worked, and the Titans' offense was more explosive. So It didn't like, I, work in I the think... playoffs, Sam. It didn't work in the back-to-back -back, uh, home playoff games that they hosted against the Bengals and the Ravens. So it didn't work. It can work in the regular seasons, but nobody gives a rip about week seven. You give a rip when the, when the, the lights are shining the brightest, and that's where Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have proved to be the man. Tannehill crumbled. He was so inaccurate. He was inaccurate his last playoff game a season ago yeah. against the Bengals, right? So that's when it matters. You can sit here and say that that's that's the point is that Ryan Tannehill's ceiling is not that. So you need to figure it out or move off of him or change because if you keep doing the same damn thing over and over and over again and expecting a Super Bowl – you're going to end up in a straitjacket, in an insane asylum. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean that's not in question though. Like they have to, they have to maximize their ceiling. Like that, that's a no-brainer, right? And, and they so, need to go get a, another quarterback. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, that's my. So here, I'll, I'll ask you this question. At uh, this is a good question, and you, you won't fully be able to answer it because it's somebody else's thought. But I'll explain what I'm talking about. But first. Before we get to that, I do want to tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute. Don't fumble on your recovery. Use the Bone and Joint Institute for your injuries, for your your shoulder or elbow if you've if you've got an injury, your hip, your ankle. That they have specialists in their state of the art facility down there in Franklin, Tennessee. They've got satellite locations all throughout Middle Tennessee. They are trusted. I trusted them to fix my labrum. When I tore my labrum in my shoulder, they had a specialist, Dr. Paul Thomas, help me out. And it has been, it has been nice. It, it, it's been oiled up. I can, I can do push-ups. I can do whatever I need to do because I had the right doctor and the right specialist to help me out. Use the Bone and Joint Institute right there in Franklin, Tennessee, Tennessee or satellite locations all throughout the mid-state. Got to tell you guys about the fine folks at BetMGM and BetMGM Sportsbook. They have a refer a friend invitation where you can get $50 bonus for every friend who signs up for BetMGM with your invitation. You get $50, your friend gets $50. It's a win-win scenario, and you can keep earning $50 all the way up until you've earned $1,000 in bonuses just by inviting and sharing BetMGM with your friends. So, I'm going to share that with you. You share it to your friends. Make it happen. BetMGM and the BetMGM app. All right, a little lunch money before I ask you this question, Sam. John says, can't have anticipation or anticipatory throws when receivers are blocking 15 <laughs> yards down the field when the ball hits them in the back. Subpar receivers killed Tannehill. And John's got a point. You know, they didn't have any help. And really – some of the worst help in the league. So it's not yeah. just like mid-tier help, you know, it's bad help. 
And so, you know, it's like Texans help. All they had was Brandon. I think Cooks. it was worse than the Texans. I mean, was there a wide receiver on the Titans better than Brandon Cooks? Nico Collins? Uh, no. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it where it really was, was it was Chicago Bears and Green Bay Packers level help. I guess the Packers were even better because they had a couple breakout rookies, but Chicago's thrown to Dante Pettis as their number two receiver. And that felt like where the Titans were. Well, and um, Baltimore Steelers, former wide receiver. Oh, Claypool. Yeah. Baltimore's in that same category, right? I mean, they had Duvernay, but he was hurt. And then I can't name too many other Baltimore wide receivers after him. Who was... Yeah, because they traded away. They traded Hollywood. Hollywood. They had Devin Duvernay. I'm trying to remember the other guy that they that they drafted. Brashard Perryman. Bateman. Bateman. No, Bateman. Brashard Perryman was back in the day. Yeah. Bateman. Rashad, Rashad Bateman, Bateman, yeah. He's Perryman. there. So I guess, yeah, you have that. You've got but that. But he'd been hurt. That's the problem. All right, yeah. Sam. Do you think that the Titans know what type of offense that they want to run? So I asked that question because that's what Rand was saying, right? In green lights is that the reason why they drafted Brock Purdy is because he fit what they ran. Does Rand know what they want to run? Yeah, I do. I do think, I do think he has an idea. I think Mike has an idea too uh, of what the next step is. I think the question is like, how quickly can you get there? Um, they both Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel agree with the idea of running the football, being your identity and being able to run the football in December and January and, and when the weather turns. Right. But what we have what the Titans have failed to do in recent years, which the 49ers have been able to do is get enough big play weapons and threats uh, to one, have a dynamic run game that is not just one workhorse back that you give the ball to 35 times, and then also have balance. And, and the Titans, when they lost AJ Brown, they lost all balance. They lost their ability to, to do that deep ball and, and to spread the field a little bit. Well, it helped, it helped opposing defenses. I watched a highlight the other day, Zach, of the 2020 Titans, and it just blew my mind. I'm like, how is this the same team? Even some, some of these guys aren't even like great players. It's Anthony Ferkser and, and, you know, dudes that didn't have amazing pass catching careers, but you use them with, with AJ, with, what like whenever Julio is is healthy, I suppose, but you just play Arthur action. Smith and AJ Brown. That's the two reasons why that represented what 2020 was. Derrick Henry ran the ball effectively because Arthur Smith put him in spots, and that's the reason why Arthur Smith has a head coaching job, right? And the threat of Derrick Henry because of the good run schemes that Arthur Smith drew up. Yep opened up good plays that Arthur Smith drew up to A.J. Brown in which A.J. Brown was dominant. And then people – and then defenses started queuing on A.J. Brown, and it pains me to say it opened up even Corey Davis. And Corey Davis had a very good year that year. Yeah, and it was – Adam says, Sam, it's not the same team. He's right, and that's the sad thing, though, is that it was two years ago. It was two years from that team to – 
the chaos and, and just the terrible, terrible wide receiver play and passing game that we saw last season. But I, I think that sort of identity is what Mike Vrabel would like to get back to. I don't think Mike Vrabel is looking anytime soon to creating a Buffalo Bills, Patrick Mahomes type of offense. Like you obviously want to have that success, but it's not going to be relying on, you know, having the best quarterback in the game. That's a, an absolute miracle, right? Those guys don't walk through the door just randomly, but can you find an offense that has enough balance to be explosive and use Derrick Henry as a decoy. We mentioned it earlier this week, Zach. How can you use Derrick Henry as a weapon without giving him the football? That is the question for the Titans offense. Last year, you couldn't because nobody bought it. They said, oh, you're going to play action? That's cute. Try it deep to NWI. See what happens. Oh, that's cute. Throw the ball to Cody Hollister or Jeff Swain. Let's see what happens. Let's see what you – let's see if you can stay in the pocket for longer than three seconds, Ryan, and get the ball to somebody downfield before we come and get after you. Like that's what opposing defenses said. So how can you use Derrick Henry as a decoy to force the ball down the field and open things up? Yeah, I think that's a good question. Some lunchbox money, which I I think I want to return because I don't agree with this statement. I'm joking, but Gary says, why do you, why don't, Titans go get DeAndre Hopkins. He's way better than A.J. Brown and still has some gas in the tank and knows Vrabel. Gary, 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 Gary. DeAndre Hopkins is not better than A.J. Brown currently. So you're living in a, a dream world. He's good. I mean, you could argue, you could, you could sell me on them being the same. Maybe, but that's a reach. That's a reach. That's like your Zach Wilson reach there, Sam. No, come on. DeAndre Hopkins is still, he still does have a lot in the tank. He also had Colt McCoy at quarterback for the back half of the year. You got to keep. No, he's, he's yearning for a better situation. And don't you think it's funny? How many, how much energy do we waste on Odell Beckham Jr. Returning to a team? Oh my goodness. Right. Nothing. Right. I just thought about that. Um, Here is where I, do want to go because big games are being played AFC and NFC championship. Let, I I don't know what you're going to say. I don't know what the chat's going to say, which teams will match up in the Super Bowl this year. You've got the Bengals versus the chiefs, which I'm very excited, you know, and the line has now flipped from where it started because of that ankle. And then it came back a little bit. And then the Eagles and the 49ers, two well-oiled machines that have won a lot of games in the last, 10 weeks, right? Which will be the matchup in the Super Bowl? But first, Sam, tell everybody about Hughes and Coleman. Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers. They are the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. You have to call them to go and get a free case consultation. If you've been injured in a car wreck, uh, their phone number is as easy as it gets. It's 800-800-4600 for Hughes and Coleman. They have the resources that you need to go and fight the big insurance companies and get you every dollar you deserve from your car wreck injuries. They've recovered over, uh, sorry, $1 billion over 30 years for their clients in Kentucky and Tennessee. That's how good they are. That's why they're the official injury lawyers of the Titans. So 800-800-4600, that's the number. Free case consultation, Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, Principal Office, Nashville, Tennessee.
A to Z Sports is powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and refer a friend. You get $50 bonus for every friend who signs up with BetMGM for your invite. They get $50 too and could earn up to $1,000 in bonuses. Download the BetMGM app today in your Apple or Android store. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older in Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications, eligibility requirements, rewards issued as not withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expired seven days of assurance for problem gambling support. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1 800 889 9789. All right, Sam. Super Bowl time. What's the chat saying, and what are you saying? So Super Bowl time, in case you needed a reminder, I'll go ahead and throw this up here. These are our matchups, a couple of the stars that we're going to see. I'm not sure anybody needed this reminder, but uh, I'm going to get It's a good-looking anyway. graphic, though. It kind of gets me excited about, you know, it's that it's that shadow that's coming your way uh, yeah, all that's, Sunday that, long. Maybe that's why I made it. I made it for myself to get all pumped up for this weekend's games, uh, but – that's what we got going on. Let's go to the chat. Who is your Super Bowl matchup? Which two teams will be matching up in the Super Bowl this, uh, I guess, what is it, two weeks from now? Uh, we got you, you got the Pro Bowl games, man. Yeah, hey, can't forget about those. You might get to see uh, Ryan Stonehouse in those if the Chiefs win. You never know. Uh, we got Anthony saying Bengals, 49ers. Steven saying 49ers and Bengals. Uh, we got Alex saying 49ers and Bengals. Bengals, Eagles from Shayla. Uh, Bengals, 49ers from Scott. Eagles, Chiefs from Deborah. Eagles, Bengals from Demario. Niners, Bengals from Kevin. Niners, Bengals from Mr. Jones. Niners, Bengals from Rooney. Eagles, Bengals from Dwayne. 49ers, Chiefs from Orlando. Eagles, Chiefs from B-Birds. Cincinnati and Philly says Jason Bengals Niners Bengals Eagles Eagles Bengals Bengals win it all is Scott's prediction Bengals 49 this is the most common one right I, I feel like this has been the most common one Ronnie's on it Eric's on it Jay is on it Niners Bengals is what I'm seeing as a, as the overwhelming we've got a couple other uh Philly Bengals from Jarrell and Titans Kyle Zach, I'm curious to hear your pick. Who is playing in the Super Bowl this year? Are you with the chat? Are you on Bengals and 49ers? I am on one of the two. I think the Eagles and the Bengals will be this year's Super Bowl. And I think the Eagles have been too good all year long. I think that it's going to be tough for Brock Purdy to to combat this defense that the Eagle, the Eagles defense is underrated for, I mean, I, I know that they're rated high, but, uh, and I think AJ Brown is due for a big game because of last game. He, he didn't have a great game uh, last game. So I think the Eagles will win. And I think that Patrick Mahomes, ankle will limit him. And the Bengals have confidence. Not many teams have confidence against the Kansas city chiefs. I think that the Bengals do. Joe Cool, Eagles, Bengals. That's my pick. We talked uh, yesterday on the show about you and I, we, we do these things blindly, if you weren't uh, here in that conversation yesterday, about how we agreed on both questions yesterday. 
I have the exact opposite. I have Chiefs and 49ers, a rematch of the 2019 Super Bowl. And this is partially because I have a futures bet on BetMGM for Chiefs and 49ers that I placed after week six. Oh, my. That I'm still sitting on. I also have a future on the 49ers as Super Bowl champions that I placed before the season. So what are I'm, these odds? They're pretty dang good. They're we're looking at four digits on both of them, like like plus one thousand plus on both the futures. So you know we're riding, we're riding, we're hoping. Are you hedging? No, I'm not gonna hedge. <laughs> I I gotta I gotta root for. I'll hedge probably if. I get my first win. I don't know what game's first. Do you know the schedule? Uh, let's see here. West Coast, you would think, would be later. Well, no, I guess it's in Philly, so it doesn't matter. Um, this week, 2 o'clock, 49ers, Eagles, 5.30, Bengals, so Chiefs. If I get my 49ers win, I will probably hedge on the Bengals because – the 49ers are the big one because I have them to actually win the Super Bowl. And then I have the other future on them to play the Chiefs. So I'd be in a good spot there. Um, I believe in the Niners. I do. They haven't lost since October 23rd uh, since they made the Christian McCaffrey trade. And that is, you know, withstanding the injury to Jimmy Garoppolo and throwing Brock Purdy into the fire and the way that they are consistently able to run the football um, and you know, their, their playmakers will make plays and get points on the board for them. And I, I think what I've really been impressed with is their ability to win in different ways. And I think you saw that last weekend against Dallas, just uh, they go from a 40 point effort to beat Seattle. Uh, and then they go and, and Dallas comes to town and it's nine, nine entering the fourth quarter and their defense steps up to the plate and they create turnovers. They get after the quarterback. They do all of the things. They tackle well. Um, they're uh, well they, coached. They're yeah, well then, coached. And they're just well coached. They they, they stop the run, which is something the Eagles rely on. I just think this team is kind of built and they do the little things right. I mean, it's hard to pick these games. We got we got lucky with this weekend. And four uh, four teams that are – Probably the best four teams on paper. Uh, and I don't think anybody has any doubts about that after seeing the way the playoffs played out. So I've got the 49ers and I do have the Chiefs. Um, the Mahomes injury scares me. And Joe Burrow's confidence. It's hard to pick against that guy when you hear him talk. And you hear like when they you hear the bangles on the sideline saying, we'll see y'all in Burrowhead next week. And he says, oh, what's our Super Bowl window as long as I'm playing? When he says those kind of things, I'm like, all right, kind of hard to pick against this guy now, but I have to ride with my bet, and I have to ride with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I feel like they're due like for at least another appearance, right? You didn't make it last year. You lost in the in, to the Bucks in 2020. I feel like it's time we get reminded about Patrick Mahomes of and how the good Chiefs he is. again. All right, good news. Good news is, is I, don't, I have a short more time to uh, take this damn mustache off. There's my good news. Uh, but good news Friday. What is your good news? We do this every Friday to end the week, to go into the weekend after five straight days of shows. Good news, Sam, you've done a good job all week. We had good news coming up your way. 
But first, I'm going to tell everybody about Farmborough Health Plans, fbhp.com slash A to Z, health, dental, and vision, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Farmborough Health Plans of Tennessee can hook you up. Better coverage, better service, better rates. They have it all. I currently have and have had for the last year Farmborough Health Plans. And man, I'm glad that I have. I get free teledoc conferences with my plan. They hook me up with a contact allowance, teeth cleanings. You know, you can see my teeth under there, right there. That somewhere under there, somewhere under the mustache, free teeth cleanings. Plan on them for health, dental, and vision. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Listen, I do have good news on this Friday. My good news and extra good news is that BetMGM is giving you an opportunity to win up to $1,000 in bonuses just by referring your friends. It's the BetMGM Refer a Friend invitation. You get $50 bonus for every friend who signs up with BetMGM from your invite. They get $50, you get $50, and you can keep accumulating $50 all the way up until $1,000 earned in bonuses. BetMGM and the BetMGM app, refer a friend bonus. Let's get it going. All right, ain't that good news on a Friday. Let's go to the chat. Three-day weekend for Jason. That is good news. Uh, Sean says, good news that there's help. Eight or 988 is the suicide hotline that can take your call if you or your loved one is going and needs help. You are loved. You are worth it. Never give up. Sean, that is good news. Jeff, good news. Out delivery pad stayed uh, above 90, and it was number one in all of Best Buy and customer survey for December. So you get a hint, uh, a hurt hint, hurt day, uh, and free food from cheese fries. Uh, Jeff, you got to type a little bit better there. I think you say our delivery pad for first off. So Yeah, you got to type better. Good news, Jeff. Slow down. (laughs) Uh, Zach says, good news is summer beach trip is already planned out. Eric, thank you for being proud of me. I'm proud of myself in this stash. Uh, Lee says, good news. Don't have to see Dennis Daly play this weekend. There's Lee's good news. Apollo, brothers had their kids. uh, 17118, healthy baby girl and boy, happy uncle. Apollo, congratulations there. That is good news. Um, Let's see here. Good news, football-filled birthday. Happy birthday to Dylon right there. Happy birthday. Darren's best friend is getting married. Hates speeches, so his brother is the best man. Uh, is relieved. So, Darren, you don't have to do that. But good news uh, that his best friend is getting married. Uh, Devin, good news. I never have to endure that mustache again. There's good news on all front. Danny says, good news. Cooking Nashville hot chicken sandwiches for the fam. Really damn hot. And uh, conference championship games and the Royal Rumble. Uh, and Danny, you, you you had some misspellings in there, but I I battled through. That was good news for me. I battled <laughs> through. Uh, Aaron, Monday Night Raw on Monday night. Mom's Valentine's Day president a present is on the way. So a uh, lots of good news. Sam, what is your good news? Well, my good news. You you kind of know my good news a little bit. It's a simple good news. It's a small good news. But sometimes the little good news are the best good news is. Mine is I got a haircut yesterday because I was worried I wasn't going to be able to. I texted you. I said, Zach, my barber might not like 
I moved. The barber that I used to go to is not available today. I don't know what to do. And I found a very, very nice barber shop. Not going to not gonna shout them out because no free ads. And well, well, and you've only been there once, right? They're pretty good. I, I will say it's the official barber of Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill, who we were talking about earlier today. Ooh, but, wow. So I – Oh, that's what the guy, that's what the word on the street was while I was sitting in the chair last night. They got me in quick. They did an excellent job. Again, no free ads, but maybe they'll advertise with A to Z sports in the near. If you become the official, uh, the, the official barbershop of A to Z sports, I'm just, I'm happy. I feel good when I get a haircut. I get this level of confidence and uh, I didn't think it was going to happen. So today's a good morning. All right. I got two bits of good news. First and foremost, uh, my family that I will, will be growing uh, when I get married in May, my future brother-in-law just had their first child, baby girl, born this morning. So congratulations to Thomas and Kayla as they uh, bring in a brand new baby girl into this world. So that is good news. So family is growing as, as it evolves there. And then my second bit of good news is actually what's going to happen Next Friday, I won't be on the show because I was asked by my high school to come speak uh, to the graduating class. They have a hundred days till graduation celebration that a speaker comes and speaks. And so I'm very honored to to go speak at Battleground Academy next Friday and try to share some wisdom and words to the wise on, I don't know, how to grow a business and uh I don't know, how to be a better person. I don't know, because I, I spent a lot of time in detention. It's come a long way from when I was in high school to where I am now. But uh, very honored to, to go speak to the graduating class next Friday. So there's two bits of good news. Yeah, that's one of those, like, I feel like, you know, you made it moments. Going back to the, uh, the high school to, to go speak, that, yeah, that is, that's very cool. Yeah, I was, uh, it was a, a nice gesture. So uh, I will be prepared and share any knowledge that I have. So great, great week, great uh, news for everybody uh, on this Friday. We are that much closer to the weekend. Great job by you, Sam, as we'll always continue to report on the Titans as the offseason rolls on. They still got to hire an offensive coordinator. They still got to make moves. St tons of stuff are still going to happen. And Sunday is football, football, and more football. So we appreciate uh, all of the people in the chat and everybody that listens and follows to our show, a to zsports.com. Also, uh, we've got things going over, uh, going over on the weekend at a to zsports.com. So we've got you covered. Visit our website and like the show before you go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like the show before you go. We appreciate everybody that watched and tuned in this weekend. And we will see you bright and early Monday morning. Adios.